Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here. It's Unscripted and raw. That's right. Rick is really pumped. I am super excited. It was very sunny until just like 10 minutes ago, and I was really digging the sunshine. Yep, and Rick has set up an incredible intro to this uh, well, section the, for us coming up a little yes. bit here. Well, so. with, a, with a help from a friend. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, I am very excited about this episode. We're going to do uh, a new and improved version of the WWPI. Mm-hmm. Not that the WWPI was bad. No. But... You know, we're going for perfection. Yeah, scientific method. Yeah. So, and we learned we learned from our previous episode that our our scientific methods between Daffs and I are basically perfect mm-hmm. and infallible. So, mm-hmm. if we applied that to the uh, WWPI, then I mean, there's no stopping it. Yep, it's settled science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we basically <laughs> solved science. Yeah, is what we've done. Um, but first, the thought of the week. Strip poker on the Enterprise. Who you got? <laughs> they only have one. But contractually, he had a banner. Wesley Crusher would make a terrible Dread Pirate Roberts. I feel like you're doubting my ability to seduce an ape princess. I'm not doubting. I'm, I'm, I'm a little doubting. It's the Rick and Daffs thought of the week. Daffs, have you seen that thing that's been going around about Doritos lately? Is this the uh, the Lady Doritos? No, that's. We can get to that later. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we can get to that later. But somebody was talking about how, like, ito, like in Spanish, like poquito, or something like that, that's a small version of something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doritos has that ending. So does that mean that somewhere <laughs> in the factory they have a giant Doro chip? <laughs> oh, okay. Um well, how big? Okay, so how 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 big would it have to be though? Because if we're used to regular ones being small versions, Doritos, then how, like what? How many fold would it have to be to be original Doro? We're we talking like football size or like I don't know billiards triangle size. I'm thinking somewhere like that boogie board size. I, mean, I would guess. Who knows? <laughs> I mean. It could just be the miniaturized version. There could be one the size of like a human human man. <laughs> it just gets bigger every year. It's growing. We can't control it anymore. <laughs> it's in a vault somewhere that's perfectly dehumidified so it doesn't get stale. <laughs> Flavor powder is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, like uh, uh, someday we'll be on the news and we'll be like Sad news today is the founder of Doritos was crushed by a giant Doro chip. And you're like, what? He was actually fine, but he choked on all the flavoring. (laughs) He died of dehydration, licking all the powder off his fingers. (laughs) He couldn't help himself. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, somewhere out there, there's a Doro chip. And I think this might be our way to make a bunch of money. (laughs) It's definitely going to be the premise for the next Ocean's 18 or whatever they have coming up. Or the next Rick and Daff's blockbuster special. Oh, there you go. (laughs) The Golden Doro. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that could be our first movie. It'll be Rick and Daff's and the Golden Doro, where we go on a quest to find the giant Doro chip. Similar to like a Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, except... (laughs) In every other way. We're we're trying to get stoner food for totally different reasons. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
But they do have the Lady Doritos, which they've hinted at, which is a terrible idea. I don't understand why women don't like regular Doritos. What's wrong with them? Women do. That's the problem. Is well, that that's what women... I'm saying. What's wrong with the chips? Like, why would why would they not want the chips? There's nothing wrong with it. It's right. just a company trying to uh, find a niche market that doesn't exist. You know what I'm going to tell you, though? If they come out and they call them mini Doritos, I'm going to be super pissed. <laughs> yeah, it's Doritoito. It's like a small version of an already small thing. <laughs> That's just, it's like saying ain't not, just you can't do that. Yeah. Double, no, not going to work for me. They, what they um, need to do is go the opposite way and come out with a full bag of Doros. Oh <laughs> it's just like a giant thing of falafels you get at the store. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> One serving is like an entire bag of regular <laughs> chips. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess one of the things is that they're a little smaller. The bags fit in your purse better. What? Yeah, and then so that um, you can take Doritos with you on the go, and the, and they don't crunch as loud because How? apparently, wait, the idea is that women don't like making noise when they eat, which it's like. I saw this great Tumblr post that asked, "How fat are you?" And the guy's response below it was, "I put on subtitles, not because I can't hear, but because my snacks are too loud." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That is exactly right. Doritos are super loud, but they we are, love them for that reason." But, but that's the thing that I'm wondering is like, if somebody already doesn't like crunchiness, like making the like how one how do you make a chip less crunchy? Without, like, changing it from a chip it to, right? like, a cookie. Right? <laughs> it's a salt cookie. Yeah. That just sounds gross. <laughs> when you think about it that way, it very much does. Like, pretzels are a little bit less crunchy than Doritos. And those aren't, like, taking over the entire market. <laughs> well, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> Rolls Golds would have a, a, a giant bone to pick with you, my friend. <laughs> That's all I have to say on that. We are uh, the premier of high elevation aviation <laughs> snack food. Yeah, right. Uh, I been, guess we've been featured in in-flight magazines across the globe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Martha Stewart did a piece on us just recently about pretzels. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. But you were saying something to me about uh, cats earlier. Oh, um, two things. One was that we discussed, uh, if you're allergic to house cats, would you be allergic to yeah. big cats? Like, would from our previous episode, I'm allergic to cats, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I never have seen the inside of Daft's home. Nope. So I don't even know where he lives. It's a dumpster behind <laughs> a bridge. I mean, you kind of dress like it, so I mean, who knows? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> he doesn't have any money. Look at his clothes. That's a Simpsons reference. Anyways... <laughs> All I'm saying is from our previous episode with the Jaguar, <laughs> maybe I've got the Trident and like I'm holding my own, but then all of a sudden the dander starts to get to me. Yeah. You're downwind from it. You're starting to wheeze. Yeah. Eyes are swelling shut. Yeah. I can barely contain myself. That's it just has the, to wait you out. Just, that's when the Jaguar pounces. It doesn't even attack me. It just circles me, making, kicking up as much dust as possible. As much dander. It's just shaking itself out. <laughs> It's rubbing itself on my clothes. <laughs> but yeah, I found It'll that, be dead soon enough. I found that out because uh, there was um there was an article um on some some paper that said some kid went to the ER after going to the zoo and he had an like, anaphylactic response to the lion dander because oh they were gosh. like had lions close and they were shaking 
And he's like, starts wheezing, and they're like, yeah, he's allergic to cats, but we didn't, you know, make the connection that it's just a you really would... big cat. <laughs> yeah, but you would, I mean, you wouldn't think that, I mean, they're pretty distant. That's yeah. like saying that, like, a dog, because you're allergic to dogs, you're, like, allergic to bears or something. Yeah, or werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allergic to werewolves. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how, that's a totally different episode. How awful would it be? If you were a werewolf, but you were allergic to dogs. Oh, I was going to say if you were Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but you were allergic to werewolves. Oh, well then but she I, just have to wait, avoid Oz fight, for a while. Does she fight werewolves? There are some bad werewolves in there. There's some good ones too, though. Being a vampire and being allergic to werewolves would also really inhibit you if you were in the Twilight yeah, series. Vampires and werewolves don't get along. Why can't there just be peace? No, no. Not between the lichens and the... Dead walkers. Um, but yeah, so it would be really funny, though, if you were like horribly allergic to dogs and then you were a werewolf. And so the full moon, you just spent like at home wheezing, giving yourself like wheezing and happy shots into the thigh. <laughs> he's a werewolf, but he's an anaphylaxis. So They're like, he's are, okay. Are you sexy like Jacob from Twilight? No, <laughs> I'm just sneezing and, sh- you know, doing flonase and stabbing myself in the thigh with EpiPens all night long. It's the worst. Well, that was the thought of the week. And mm-hmm. that was that was actually two thoughts of the week. Bonus edition thoughts of the week. Um, but I think it's time to move on. Oh, yeah. Um, to the main event. Oh, this is going to be a good but one. First, we need to do a little teaser. Mm-hmm. So we should probably hit the news. Can I just say one more time how much I love this song? Yeah, it's hard to be upset at the song. I would love to see an action film with this song, like, in the background where they're having a big gunfight. <laughs> just a bunch, like a big shootout, but this song is like playing over the playing over the speakers. Stacy has said multiple times, if she ever goes to a jiu-jitsu competition where you can bring your own music, she's playing that bubblegum song from Nacho Libre <laughs> in the background. Oh. That's a great one. Will you do this one? Yeah. Thank you. Totally. I'll go and support you. Mm-hmm. I'll just like be there with a tiny flag that just says Daffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have a luchador mask on for no reason. He got last place. Yeah, but he did it in style. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we should probably get to the actual news. What is the news today, Daffs? The news today is out of Newark. A woman tried to bring her emotional support peacock on a flight. And was wildly rejected. Wildly? Wildly. Was she rejected with extreme prejudice? Yes. So apparently she called the airline three times prior to showing up, asking if they would allow her to fly with her emotional emotional support peacock. Do you know what? what did it have a name? I, I'm sure it did. I didn't care to look. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm definitely sure it has a name. But so she's, she's had this peacock for several years, apparently. But... Each time she called, they kept saying, no, don't bring it. You can't fly with it. And she thought, you know. They're I'll, probably bluffing. I'll, I'll just check. I'll call their bluff at the gate. <laughs> and then, strangely enough, they didn't let her on. What? Which made me think. This you is know, just another example of corporate America screwing over the little guy. Absolutely. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> what? Now I can't bring Frank, my Tourette's-ridden parrot? <laughs> On a 30,000-foot voyage through the air with me? All I'm saying is, if I can't bring a jam home, this lady can't bring a giant bird. Yeah. Who would you like to be the guy sitting next to the bird? 
Mm-hmm. That would freak me out. Well, and that's the thing. Peacocks are mean and they're loud and they can go off for any reason. And when they yell, because they yell. I lived near peacocks when I was a kid. Um, they You, you can hear their cries and they literally sound like cries for help. It's like, help! That's what it sounds like mm-hmm. from like a mile away. Mm-hmm. So I do not feel bad for this person. No. But I see a business opportunity for the two of us. <laughs> oh. We start our own airline. And it's just everybody that flies just flies with their pet. <laughs> At the anything goes airline. Anything goes airlines. <laughs> Here's the rule. You have to keep your pets separate, right? So it's just like a giant... Uh, prison bus <laughs> in the sky. It's a prison. There's it's like a prison plane. There's like individual little mm-hmm. lockers yep. that you get, you get two seats, you get one locker mm-hmm. each and it's, it's your seat and the one next to you yep. and we close the door mm-hmm. and you can't get out yep. unless you gotta like, you know, pee. But that way, your Great Dane or Emotional Support Peacock or Narcoleptic Night Terror Ostrich that you have with you, mm-hmm. so you feel safe. Yes. Uh, or your turkey. Or your turkey. From that uh, previous lady. Yeah. Um, all of those are going to be totally fine. We don't care. Bring drugs. Bring guns. Whatever. There's no rule. Anything it's the Wild airlines. West. <laughs> yes. We'll <just> AGA. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll see how much you really need that Emotional Support Peacock. <laughs> You'd think that's good. Guess what? It's 4th of July. We brought fireworks. <laughs> yeah, right? We did say anything goes. Uh, the captain wants to do some barrel rolls. I mean, that's cool. Don't worry about it. Centrifugal force will probably keep you on the ground. <laughs> you know somebody's going to try and send their kids through there, though. Yeah. They're like, my kids are basically animals. Just stick them in that one cage over there and fly them to, like, wherever. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. No one wants to put their pet under in the cargo because there's been tons of times where they got put in the wrong section or the seal was broken and so it wasn't heated and so the animal nearly froze to death. I mean, it's terrible. But at the same time, you could drive, you could take a train, you could take a plane, train, automobiles, anything other than bringing your giant bird into the center seat well, next to me. Especially on an airplane, because it's basically being you're packed in there like sardines. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing I want to see. But I'll be the first one to exploit it in the Anything Goes Airlines. <laughs> Anything Goes Airlines. Um, yes, me and my 10,000 emotional support ants. <laughs> oh, no, they're everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Or, like, hamsters or ferrets or something. The ferrets are, like, getting out of the cage and, like, crawling in. There's some gorilla who's, like, eating one of the ferrets. Can we oh, just God. agree that ferrets should be called cat snakes from now on? That's essentially what they are. Just cat snakes. Yeah, that's a fair point. Did you know that <laughs> this is way off track, which I love. Um, there is actually a legitimate event that goes on, and I can't remember exactly where, where it's like you put a thing of ferrets down your pants, yes. you seal them up, and then you see how long you can keep the ferret down your pants, and like that you can win prize money for that. Yeah, and they're they're especially trained to be mean. Yeah, they'll like... <laughs> They'll bite your private areas. <laughs> Nothing's out of bounds. Yeah. Maybe that could be part of it. Anything goes airlines business model. That, that, that's how we frisk for bombs. <laughs> or just... Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're a terrorist, you will be found out. There's a bomb-sniffing ferret. We're going to put him inside your clothes and seal you up. 
If he finds if he finds it, he will bite. <laughs> also, he uh, found a whole bunch of coke on the guy before you, so he's a little uh, a little wild. He's a little amped up. <laughs> Anyways, wow. Well, I think we've whetted the people's appetite Absolutely. for the main event. Oh yeah. Um, this has all just been precursor mm-hmm. to our new and improved Willy Wonka Power Index. Mm-hmm. This week. On the WWPI. On the undercard. Some say they'd settle for an autographed photo of Willy Wonka and a case of Wonka bars. Please welcome your very own Vomit Man and the Bismol Boy. And then for our main events. It's time! Standing with your mind total height of ten and a half feet tall, with enough sexual tension to fill two armor-plated bussiers, we have, in this corner, Gabrielle A new and improved intro for a new and improved WWPI. That's all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> I have goosebumps. That was fun. Uh, yeah, so a new and improved WWPI. Not that it needed... It was bad, but it's better now. Yeah. It's better. It's mm-hmm. back. It's a new and improved for season four. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've, what we've done is essentially this. And we may tweak it over some time, um, but we have decided... Utilizing our scientific know-how from our bachelor's in science degrees we have, mm-hmm. we've decided to improve the WWPI by adding a couple stages for our candidates. Our candidates will be scored on a scale of 1 to 10 now. Okay. The combined scoring will be through three sections. Um, first, breaking in. Can you get into the factory? That's an important step. You can get zero to two points for okay. that. Next, fighting the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> they are a tricksy bunch. <laughs> you can get zero to three points for that. And finally, the boss fight, which really decides it all. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. You can get f- zero to five points for that. Um, for a total of ten. You gotta have what? Seven, right? I think yeah, I think it's a seven. It's a seven to be uh, included. In the list of the WWPI. And you know what? We have grandfathered in our previous champions. And our previous failures, they've been grandfathered out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not going to get a rerun. No. You've had your chance. So I've kept those. I've kept our previous list um, in the section I like to call the grandfather clock. (laughs) And on the grandfather clock, we have Squirrel Girl, The Grinch, uh, Jack Frost, and Krampus. From our Christmas episode, we had three new contestants. Who uh, succeeded? And you know what? I ran them through the just like I eyeballed it. I ran them through the uh, the gradings, the new and improved grading scale, and I think they would have passed. Yeah. To be honest with you, I it, I really do. It holds up. I think the scale holds up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and to quickly run through our grandfather clock on the list of failures, of which there are many. Yes. Uh, Almighty dollar, arm fall off, boy, matter eater lad, 
Codpiece, Ebenezer Scrooge, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, and Jackie Chan with the sorting hat, who was a very heartbreaking loss for me. Yeah, he was a fan favorite. He was a fan favorite. It, I was a fan, at least. <laughs> but this week, as you heard on that previous amazing intro, uh, we are doing Xena, Warrior Princess, and Gabrielle. But first, the undercard, mm-hmm. which is essentially you and I under terrible, terrible names. Yes. Um, using our vomit powers from the grossest episode ever, which I'm not positive, but I believe is season two. Is it season two? It might be season three. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's just titled the grossest episode ever. It's a past episode. If so, if you want to get spooled up on the powers that those that we may be possessing, um, you can listen to a whole episode, or to quickly recap, Daps, what are our powers in this situation? Uh, I believe Bismol Boy has the ability to make anyone have massive, uncontrollable diarrhea yes. at a given notice. Yes, but I have to pay, I think, was it $50 or $100 or something? I think it's $50, and you have to be within eyesight of them. Yeah, I have to be able to see them, mm-hmm. um, but conversely, I can give myself terrible diarrhea. And I will make that much money. Yes. So not sure how useful that will be when we are fighting Willie. Probably not going to use that one unless you're like you know being bear hugged by something, and then you're like, well, taking one for the team. Uh, yeah, and vomit man. I mean, that's just the inverse. It's uh, I think it's I think it's fifty bucks for you mm-hmm. to like if you make somebody vomit, you can make you same thing. You have to be an eyesight. You can make them vomit. So, like, TV doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it costs you 50 bucks. Or you can make yourself vomit for $50. I'm 100 mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I'm a high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> I plan for keeps. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm losing 100 bucks on red, going into the bathroom and coming back out <laughs> for another go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about breaking in, just as that, you and I. That is my biggest fear as well. So, so we're the undercard. Mm-hmm. We're not the main event. But we're going to run us through the new and improved WWPI and see how we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so my immediate thought is that we're going to spend a lot of time vomiting and slash having diarrhea. Yes. So that we can build up some some funds. Because this is going to be an expensive trip for us. It is. Which is a real problem for us as crime fighters, potentially. <laughs> because <laughs> it, it costs us money. Therefore, like, really eliminating any desire I have to pursue justice. Right. I'm like, hey, that guy stole my whatever. Uh, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Is that watch worth more than 50 bucks? If not, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's not. The monetary gain for us is has to be worthwhile. <laughs> Basically, we're just doing this for notoriety. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm not even sure how motivated we'd be to fight Willie to be to be square with you. Not not as much as some others. We probably are doing it for the candy. More than likely. <laughs> More than likely. Although, once we do have the savings to go ahead with the plan, I think I think breaking in will probably be the hardest, but it's not undoable. I believe that we would spend a lot of, I here's my plan. As Bismol Boy, I would be spending a lot of time getting up funds. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I won't be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> I imagine us buying a lot of equipment with our funds to start off with. I think a crowbar and bolt cutters. I was gonna say Kevlar bodysuit, but sure, <laughs> bolt cutters. Oh no, yeah, true for depends actual on combat. how much prep time we have. Yeah, I'm thinking we're gonna be just putting a lot of money in gambling. 
like to try and hit it big. I think if we hit it big, though, we're going to be like, you know what? Let's not that's rob a fair, Willie. That's a Let's fair, just retire. That's a fair point. But at any rate, I see us. Well, good. Good point. Bolt cutters. Uh, crowbar. Bolt, crowbar. Uh, I'm hoping we can have some sort of body armor. Um, yeah, it might just be a football helmet. Exactly. <laughs> some shoulder pads. <laughs> it depends on how cheap we're going to go. My guess is you're probably right. If we win like a lot of money gambling to try and do this mission we probably won't follow through no so the only way this really happens is if we kind of half-ass it we only only have enough for like minimal uh like a bulletproof vest (laughs) maybe that's it but i mean if if we get to the main gate and there are already guards then we can just cause them to have diarrhea vomit maybe both I think the vomiting would be the first. I think the diarrhea if we're sneaking in. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, we might be able to get jobs as delivery drivers, like picking up the candy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my thought with that when it comes to that. <laughs> um, so getting in, I think, is, you're right, going to be our biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. I think there's no way for us to really get in undetected. No. If they have security cameras, they're definitely going to see us. We can get past the personnel. Um, yeah. And I think maybe... Open the gate with do you bolt think, cutters, get to the front door. Do you think we could get a grenade launcher? No. You don't think we could get our hands on that? No, a civilian's no way. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, then here's what we're going to have to do. We, we try to buy one on the deep web and just get arrested <laughs> by the FBI. Explain what you need this for. We're going to rob Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, they're clearly insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't go very well. Then here's what I'm forced to conclude. One, we buy we buy like a truck and we just drive it through the door, <laughs> uh, causing a big mess. Rent a U-Haul. <laughs> Rent a U-Haul, drive it through the door. <laughs> so, I think we can get in, but it's not going to be very pretty. No. Do we get a zero or a one? I think there's no way that's a two. No, it's not a two. No, and that's even then. Two would be like getting in undetected. Yeah, or or it's just so, like, you're just so powerful. Like Jack Frost, for example, he froze the entire thing. The power's all destroyed. I got to give him, I'd have to give him a two for that. Yeah, I think we would probably get either half a point or maybe one point. Yeah, it's a a tough call. I'm thinking, I think we probably could get in, but yeah, you're probably right. It would be really messy. I'm going to give us zero. Well, wait. 0.5. 0.5. Because 0.5. We, we will be able to we'll complete be able to get, We'll be able to get in, but it just won't be very pretty. No. And everyone's on high alert. Yeah. Like, everything's been given away. And our, our chances are very poor. And we really haven't used our powers all that much at this point. <laughs> no. At the, at the best, we've given somebody diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> at the worst, we've just run over somebody <laughs> and driven a car through a building. Probably getting the attention of the police. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know what? I'm giving us a point five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the cops are on their way. Mm-hmm. We're in. We're in the door. We're through the front we're door. We're through the front door. Here's the thing about the Oompa Loompas. There are many of them. Do you think they have guns? How are they fighting us? I uh, I imagine guerrilla tactics. Coming hand to hand combat. <laughs> being very sneaky. Ooh. Maybe marshmallow guns? 
Uh, or chocolate guns. Mm-hmm. Sticky, sticky chocolate guns yeah. where you get, like, glued down to whatever. I just imagine us, like, trying to breach a wall and then pouring, like, a hot kettle of honey <laughs> over us. Oh, God. <laughs> just like they used to do in, like, ancient, like, Roman times. Here's the one good thing about this whole situation. Well, potentially. <laughs> If the cops are already on their way to the factory because we've driven a truck through it, does that mean that William was likely less likely to just outright kill us and have us disappear? Or has he is he so powerful and he's bought off the cops that so there's nothing we can do? Uh, overall, I think uh, I think he could do whatever he wanted to us, yeah, and right. he'd be completely in the legal right to defend himself. <laughs> It's a fair point, especially because we've driven a, a truck through his home, yes. and now we're attacking his workers. <laughs> we've okay. clearly shown our hand. <laughs> so fighting off the Oompa Loompas, I mean, I think we could give them some pretty terrible bouts of diarrhea and vomiting. Y- yes. The vomiting, although... I almost feel like, is more effective because it causes retching. Mm-hmm. probably makes you less accurate with your weaponry. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it's, there's a numbers game to it. Yeah, and I think that we're gonna, we would we would deplete thousands of dollars very quickly, very quickly, and we'd have to like we'd have to bring some sort of guns with us, and we'd have to be okay with murdering. <laughs> Absolutely, if even then, if yeah. we could even get off a good shot. And at that point, I mean, do you think Oompa Loompas can see better than us in the dark? Um, they do like seem to live in those in the caves inside of the yeah. It's possible. Although, honestly, I think if we were to have guns, do we really need to make them <laughs> vomit well, and diarrhea? To keep them from shooting us. I guess that's true. And then we shoot them while they're retching. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. We're losing money. Mm-hmm. We're maybe right. killing a couple Oompas, fighting them off. I'm thinking it's a numbers game. There's a good chance one of us is going down. Yeah. I'm going to give us... I think we can fight them, but I just don't think it's very good. No. One to, zero to three, I think we might hit a one. Yeah, I think zero is just you get uh, immediately <laughs> killed. You just get bodied. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, it's over and you're... Ca- like, uh, Matter Eater Lad is a zero. <laughs> yes. He just gets captured immediately. I'm going to give us a one because mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we could probably fight him off for a little bit. But I don't think that it's a numbers game, and there's no way we're powerful enough. And I don't think at that point we're even getting to Willie. Well, and that's the th- I'm thinking they they capture us, right? Yeah. They either capture us or kill us. Mm-hmm. If they capture us, here's the one bright spot for us. <laughs> they take us to Willie. They take us to Willie, and we can make his life miserable by giving him terrible diarrhea and vomiting. Well, <laughs> yes, but I imagine he would just order our quick death <laughs> while retching and pooping. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, this is, this is really frustrating and very inconvenient. Uh, just kill him. And he'd be like, all right, sir. Well, the one good thing about that is it might cut down on the torture. That's true. It would, li- it would limit our torture. That's about the best we can hope for. Still think that's a zero, though. I give us one for mild annoyance. I think, I think we deserve at least a point for mild annoying annoying willy okay so that's that's what two and a half points it's altogether? a total of two and a half oh man sadly <laughs> that, that actually lines up pretty well though because you figure humans are usually what only a one yeah we're a one a one on the scale so yeah. you give us superpowers and we we make it another point and a half that makes sense we're a low-grade superheroes yeah absolutely we would be the worst sidekicks to superheroes <laughs> 
We would actually be okay sidekicks, I believe, but just as a combination of the two of us. Yeah. Like, as like a, a Batman's sidekick. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not very stealthy, but somebody's about to shoot him, and all of a sudden they throw up, and then he hits him <laughs> in the face with the, <laughs> with like a, I don't know. Batman would have to have some of those uh, black non-slip sole shoes that uh, that <laughs> for running that, around that food workers have to wear in kitchens, so that he wouldn't slip on all the fluids, all, all the bodily fluids that are being excreted. This is when Robin is unavailable for some reason. How many falls and bruised tailbones do you think he would take before he finally realized he had to change footwear? You're done. He's like, He's oh, very fleet of foot. I am just. Covered in this now. Thanks, <laughs> Bismol boy. Sorry, okay. boss. I, I, I gotta say, though, as far as just, like, minutia goes, Bismol boy is a great name. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> the Bismol boy, well, well, if we even competed against Willie, because odds are, the, the monetary, uh, like, we'd lose money on the deal. Yeah. And then get quickly murdered, so. Yeah. Well, if we ever do get vomit powers, now we know not to go after Willie. Yeah. It's a bad proposition. Stick to ATMs and uh, and gambling. Yep. All you got to do is wait until they put their pin in, give them terrible diarrhea, they run away, and then you can do withdrawal. <laughs> wow. A really shady way to make some money. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a, probably the best. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's Bismol Boy and Vomit Man out of the way. Uh, to recap... Point five for breaking in because we drove a car through his factory door, <laughs> uh, alerting the police and all the Oompas. Uh, we get one for fighting off the Oompas because we could probably make vom- them vomit and have terrible diarrhea. Maybe take out one or two, but there's no way we're powerful enough to take out all of them because diarrhea and retching is not a permanent solution to fighting people no (laughs) and we get one point for fighting willie because we're just a mild irritant (laughs) and he has to kill us instead of torturing us (laughs) because we're giving him severe intestinal problems (laughs) actually our best hope is to somehow get like a golden ticket and during the tour just make him so gravely ill that he dies (laughs) Why is this happening? I I don't know, sir. I'm sorry. He's like the tour is over. He's like, no, no. It's 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 fine. Well, let's keep going. I'll stay with you and keep you he- like take care of you. That's what we would have to do. Yep. We'd have to win his confidence slowly over the course of many years, and to the point where we're his loyal assistants. Then, when the time is right, he falls gravely ill. At that point, though, we'd be making more money as assistants. We'd probably keep him alive. I know. The, the, again, the motivation <laughs> for us to take him out is very limited. <laughs> We'd be like, I'm assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> yeah, right. And if there's one thing I know about the two of us, it's that uh, we're not as power hungry. <laughs> we'd be more We'd be more happy to just ride his coattails. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> some of us are Dwight Schrute's. Some of us are Michael's. Some of us are both. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, that's sad, but I must say not a surprising turn of events. Not at all. That we would be defeated. Yeah. So I think overall we're, we're pretty easily handled. <laughs> yeah. Either we don't want to kill Willie because we're not motivated or we're easily killed. Probably yep. best for us to stay home. Probably. But you know who does stand a much better chance? Would that be Xeno Warrior Princess? It's time! 
And now, the main event. Ooh. You're not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> we both have silky voices. All I'm saying is, you're not the only one. Xena uh, Warrior Princess. For those of you who do not know, Xena um, Warrior Princess is the theme music that we use. So for her to not make great on the WWPI would be kind of a blow for the entire index. Oh, it would be a crying shame. But we're going to have to test her against the gauntlet that is... The WWPI. Mm -hmm. A little background on Xena Warrior Princess. Originally a villain. She fights Hercules. Um, The two actually become friends. Mm -hmm. um, And she abandons her evil ways. uh, Eventually teaming up with um, Gabrielle. Mm -hmm. um, Who is no slouch either. She is an Amazon princess slash queen in her own right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Xena has many powers. Great sword skills. Yeah. Her uh, acrobatics are mm-hmm. unquestioned. Yes, she fights with that chakram. Yeah, which circle she can thing that throw she... it bounces off everything. Oompa loompas, beware! Yeah, slits throats with it. Yeah, in later episodes, it breaks apart into two pieces that she can hold in daggers. each hand as daggers, mm-hmm. then yep. comes back together. Yeah, uh, she also knows the pressure points that you pointed out earlier. Yeah, she can. Uh, she can hit you in the jugulars, and it reverses the blood flow to your heart, yeah. giving you only thirty seconds to live. And she'll question you, <laughs> and be like, "Tell me everything you know, and you better do it, yeah, because she'll let you die." Yeah, because she's. That's the thing I love about Xena Warrior Princess is she's good, but she's just evil enough to get shit done. Yeah, she's. That's mo- what you really need. She's more like true neutral. She's yeah. not. Like, she's not. She's not lawful good by any means. No. Man. She'll well, use what she, she needs. Be unlawful good? <laughs> um, no, because then overall she'd still be good, and she does kill people. She kills tons of people. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know what? Gabrielle's no slouch on her own account. Uh, she, like I said, she's an Amazon. Uh, beats up people with a stick initially. Yeah, initially she has just the bow staff and later switches to the ninja size, which yeah. are the uh, three-pronged daggers. And then she's just killing tons of people. Yeah. Yeah. At first she's like, I won't kill. And then I can't remember what happens, but she gets jaded and she's like, joins Xena on the dark side. And, yeah. And just she does get captured quite a lot, though. Yeah, she has. She suffers from a little bit of what I like to call wharf syndrome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're a minor character, but bad things are constantly befalling you. <laughs> and that's half of your storylines. <laughs> yep. No, it's true. Um, or, well, you know, she might be a comp to Robin as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, breaking in, Daphs, what do you think? I think that they have a really great chance of breaking in. Um, so, And I'll tell you why. How so? I'll tell you why. Because they can... Have Xena jump over the fence but, and but the open it for Gabriel. But the building itself is closed. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you think they have they have some explosives? She does have some magical abilities. They she, have shown she does, and she can climb like no one's business. So I have no problem with her either using a grappling hook, going to the top, climbing to the top, letting a rope down, and going through the vents. Here's the other thing that I was thinking about as well. Um, she is. Like, a lot of the the gods in the show take a, quite an interest in her. Yes. Um, she has received assistance from Ares many times. Mm-hmm. And I think that Ares might want to see a lot of bloodletting mm-hmm. in Oompa Loompa Land. <laughs> Absolutely. I could see that. I could see him maybe opening the door. I could also see her just grabbing one of the guards, reversing his blood flow, and saying, open it or you die. Well, but if they're that loyal to Willie, they might not. Yeah. He is quite powerful as well. 
do you think there's a situation where she could lure Willie out of the factory? Like, no. by, like, proposing marriage to him. And, like, let's meet in a big field. And then she, like, attacks him. No, I don't think you, I don't think Willie's leaving his factory you don't for think anything. You don't think he'd fall for that? For no. that old, uh, let's get married and then I'm going to kill you hoax? No, because, see, <laughs> Willie has been in his factory for decades. People haven't seen him out in public in forever. That's true. At the beginning of the movie. He which prefers is, to be in the shadows. Yeah. Marrying Xena would probably raise his profile too much. <laughs> a bit too much. <laughs> you probably wouldn't leave the factory. Do you think he would invite her in if she asked him? If she could take, if she could come and see the factory, mm. or do you think he's better? She's better off, like just trying to break in with Gabrielle. Yeah, I think covert operations at night would be her nighttime yeah. uh, operations. Okay, okay. So getting in, I think you're probably right. She, like, she gets at least a one, if not a one point five. I think. I think they. Could, I think she could get in. I think uh, it probably. Probably. Uh, with Gabrielle, I'm gonna give her a, I'm gonna give her a solid one. I believe that's a fair score. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think one or one point five. You got to figure if a two is gonna be flawless, it's got to be like, uh, Batman flying down and going through a window off of his like hover bum, thing. Bum, 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 like yeah, bum. yeah, in the or, shadows. Or, <laughs> or Superman just walking through a brick wall <laughs> with no worries. <laughs> That's going to be a two. Then yeah, I think they're about a one, maybe a one point five. Okay, I I agree. She gets the gate open, but now it comes time to fight the Oompas. Oh yeah, that is a fustigation. <laughs> they they <laughs> they are going to clean house on this one. Yeah, I think she's throwing that chakram around. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing thing. that cry she does. Yeah, the chia the thing or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're totally right. Uh. What weapons do you think that they would use to fight her? I gotta imagine they'd use the same weapons that they have, which is either marshmallow guns, chocolate guns. Yeah, there are a lot of traps, though. Do you yeah. think that? How do you think that if if Willie Willie is always seeing like fifty steps ahead, mm-hmm. he knows she's coming for him mm-hmm. because Zena usually sends a threatening message to the people that she's gonna kill. Mm-hmm. She's not very uh, subtle most of the time. No. She's like, "You're bad, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder you. You better stop your evil ways." She's probably already had a confrontation outside of the mm-hmm. uh, factory with some shake, uh, shaking of the fists and yelling. And so here's here's my thought. Um, what typically ends up happening anytime they try to break into a facility, it's always Gabrielle is sneaking in the shadows trying to get in covertly yeah ultimately sets every booby trap (laughs) off and then xena comes screaming in right through the main gate to save her that's like their mo every time well sometimes and to be fair (laughs) gabrielle gets her like upset about something she's like willy wonka's poisoning these kids i'm gonna do something about it xena's like stay out of this this isn't your business and then she goes off and does it anyways and then xena's like damn it i gotta go save her Mm -hmm. so do you think it's that situation or is it like because i think that really depends i think i think either way the result is the same though it's going to be gabrielle taking point definitely setting some things off and then xena swooping in like a falcon and taking out oompa loompas left and right well but what i'm saying is that might affect the breaking in score Oh, because if Gabrielle's breaking in and then setting off all the alarms, I'm going to assume that they're breaking in together. 
simply for the for, simply for the score perspective because okay. because that way they get the highest score okay i think they deserve okay so you're saying do you think that willie fights her defensively though or aggressively like that he's setting traps and like holding up and falling back and like maybe his oompas are jumping out gorilla style and like attacking them in the in the dark and... absolutely i'm i'm thinking that most of it's going to be defensive so we've he's got, got home field advantage zena's got like a torch mm-hmm. she's walking through the chocolate weird outside land <laughs> yeah the weird jungle river area oompas are jumping out they're easily probably killing them yeah oh no she's she's definitely not above just slitting some throats and the chakram she can throw that, and it can take three or four of them out at a time. Do you think that maybe... But it is dark. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they might be able to, like, uh, jump up, jump on her, or, like, you know, like, trick her, or like, whatever, or, like, hit her with, like, a sleep candy or something? I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that she's going to do well. She's going to pass by all of them. She's going to kill them all. But... She is going to get a little bit injured. I don't think she's yeah. got a perfect score on it, but I think she is passing. I agree. I think there's a two there. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, if, a if, solid if it's, two. If it's zero to three, I think it's a solid two. I, I would tend to agree. We agree on this because she's definitely outclassing them in combat skills. Oh, yeah. Even Gabrielle, I think, could do some serious damage on her own. Gabrielle typically takes care of at least 30 to 40 percent of all bad guys. Yeah. And uh, and Xena's like she's basically a. Uh, indestructible force yeah xena tends to one-shot them um yeah. whereas gabrielle tends to like you know make a, make a project out of I it imagine she likes to play with her food I, <laughs> right i imagine a scene where like the like the oompas have got like gabrielle at some point in time and they're like punching her in the stomach because mm-hmm. that's as high as they can punch yeah <laughs> and like they're holding her down punching her in the stomach and all of a sudden that chakram thing comes around and just kills them all mm-hmm. and then gabrielle's like thanks and then they just like keep running and like stabbing and murdering mm-hmm Absolutely. Okay. So, so far we're at a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Pretty good start. It's a great start. Definitely outstripped uh, Vomit Man and Bismol Boy oh, yeah. already. They're, they, they're already well past us. <laughs> yes. Not surprising. Uh, <laughs> not surprising. So, now the final boss fight. Now, we didn't even really get to this because earlier, because we figured that Vomit Man and Bismol Boy would have been easily captured. Yeah. But there is that whole chocolate river conundrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could board the... I think they'd probably what just... How would they get through that? I think they'd just probably get on the boat and go for it. But what if the, but what if the boat's gone? Like, what if he's taken it away? Because um, there's definitely some weird psychic time travel thing. Maybe Xena gets her own boat or something. Yeah. She does have some magic powers. Like, let's not... She does. I I imagine one of two things. Could Either... she turn the chocolate river into water? No. I don't... Do kind of like a reverse Jesus. <laughs> I don't imagine that. <laughs> I imagine her either wading through with a torch. Oh, gosh. Or. Chocolate rats. <laughs> but, yeah, right. I hate rats. Um, or I definitely. Do you think there's like a snake in there that churns the chocolate with, I don't his, know. with his movements oh know. gosh that's the freakiest thing i could think of if willie was really dastardly he'd put like a anaconda that's just <laughs> swimming through that chocolate river. although that would really probably kill the kill the anaconda yeah but what i do imagine happening is There's, some greek ancient mythology thing where she's like we can't get past this boat oh don't worry uh shiran the boatman from Hades owes me a favor. <laughs> and there'd be like a boat comes up with a skeleton, like pushing it. 
and they just like hop on and then get through it and they'd be like wait what and they're like we we wanted to use that from greek mythology so we just threw it in there <laughs> the writers are like yep we we didn't really know what to do so we were like oh yeah there's a boat in mythology somewhere here you go down the river hades i could definitely river see that sticks. happening sorry the river sticks um <laughs> there's some truth to that uh there's definitely if if Willie's fighting her defensively though, here's the thing. There's definitely gonna be some vermicious canids, mm-hmm. some snozwangers. Mm-hmm. Um I know there's another one. I don't know it. <laughs> but <laughs> those creatures, whatever, whether they're just strange names for lions or whether Ooh. they're like a griffin or something even more scary, mm-hmm. those things are waiting in there. Those are with Willie. They're probably like his precious pets. Yeah. And that's probably even though we don't talk about it, what he uses to keep the Oompas in line. Oh, absolutely. Let's be honest. Absolutely. There's probably like a scene in there with like some of the Oompa trainers like whipping the Snozwangers and like getting them ready for the big fight. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think overall, going up against Willie, even with some of the booby traps, even with permissions, they canids, need a solid, f- what, they've got three and a half, they need a four. Well, they or two and a they, half. They only need, they need a, a three, three and, and a half. half. Three and a half. Three and a half out of five? That's definitely doable. It's definitely doable. I definitely see them killing a ton of Snozwangers. Mm. They might even kill kill Willie. Oh, but man. Gabrielle might lose a life yeah. in there. As we know, uh, Xena can come back from the dead. Xena has come back from the dead. She's done it before. She has some telekinetic powers. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. She might use them on the beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some there is some possibility there. And she's amazing at handling beasts. Like, she's a world-renowned uh, horse rider. Mm-hmm. She's fought, you know, tons of different animals. There's definitely some part where she's on those uh, vermicious canids or snozwangers and, like, yeah. riding them and just massacring tons and tons of oompas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I, for my my part, have a hard time thinking that she may kill Willie, though. Because here are the things that we know that he has at his disposal. Vermicious mm-hmm. canids, mm-hmm. snozwangers, and those kinds of beasts. Uh, additionally, he definitely has some magic powers. Yeah, shrinking vision or shrinking guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to make somebody float. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just with the drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and but and let's be clear: you don't have to beat Willie to make the, the WWPI. No, you just have to really give him. A, a piece of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Something Vomit Man and Bismol Boy failed to do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who are they again? Oh, those guys yesterday? I, I didn't even do the pa- I didn't even do the paperwork on that yet. Oh, he'll remember us. <laughs> he'll remember us. <laughs> He's like, it was either those two guys or the Taco Bell. One of the two just really messed my Monday up. <laughs> we should just be called the Taco Two. <laughs> um have the Taco Bell too. We could get a sponsorship. We That's totally. how we could get our money. There you go. <laughs> that would give us a good insight. Although then again, our motivation to fight Willie would be gone. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so the boss battle. I think I think she gets the three. Well, I need to hear more of your opinion because you're just giving me a number. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't heard any reasons as to why any beast they're going to be able to beat for okay. sure. For sure. Okay, they but what about his injured. weapons though? Might get a little injured, but that's fine. As far as magic, she has kind of a resilience against magic. Even Gabrielle does. Gabrielle overcomes uh, mind 
control at one point. Mm. She gets her soul switched with someone else, I believe. Well, so though Xena does have that. She's in the body of some other woman. And I mean, and and they still come out on top. So even with Willy Wonka's magic, even with the beasts, they're getting to Willy. They may not kill him, maybe not, but they're getting to him. Well, if Gabrielle dies, I definitely think that she's going to kill him. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Someday she's going to avenge Gabrielle's death. For sure. So, I don't think that they could beat Willy, but I think that they would do enough damage to Willy that his infrastructure would be quite crippled. Yeah. So, I'm going to go for a solid three and a half to put her right at the threshold. I think so. Because I think there's a coin flip element to it, which is fine. Mm Mm-hmm. I definitely think she makes the scale, and if, she makes the index. And if our goal is just to destroy Willy, not necessarily kill him, she could bring down the factory. Well, let us be clear that the, the the WWPI, as you so perfectly put it, is the perfect litmus test to separate between like a like having superpowers and being like a true meta human. Yes. where you are you are exceptionally powerful. Mm-hmm. Codpiece may have some superpowers, mm-hmm. but a metahuman he is not. <laughs> but if it were a matter of, hey, we need to bring down the building, I think she could do it. I think she could call on Ares if she had to. I think she could, you know, do well, some serious I damage. Mean, at the very least, uh, his factory workers, most of whom are dead. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he's going to have to really, he's going to have to spend a lot of time either recapturing Oompa Loompas or bribing them to work harder. <laughs> and as I recall, there seems to be an ungodly amount of earthquakes in that show. <laughs> it's like every third episode, there's an earthquake that like shakes something to the ground. Yeah, that's true, because the gods are constantly causing problems. I think, honestly, it was just a really easy camera trick that was low budget. <laughs> but here's the question I am now coming to. You're right that the gods may interfere on her behalf, but some of them just want to see, like, her suffer. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's to say that, like, Hera or Zeus doesn't, in- like, make a pact with Willy? There's not. That That's the coin flip. That's what being right on the seven. Because at that point you. in time, she, yeah, she kills tons of Oompas and does some serious damage, but uh, she gets taken, taken mm-hmm. down. And uh, it's not, not even really the question whether she's dead or not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we are going to give her a passing grade. Passing grade? We're going to give her a seven. I believe she is a superhero. A metahuman? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Because I want to say superhero too, but it's not superheroes. Because some of these people are not superheroes. The Grinch is not a superhero. Well, no. no. He is a metahuman, yes. uh, we could say. But he's not even really human. We're going to have to come up with a new term. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be. A being of enormous power. Of enormous power. A beam? Being being of considerable power. (laughs) A beacon? (laughs) A cop. (laughs) Something. We'll come up with a cool acronym like the WWPI to describe it later. (laughs) But, to recap, Xena Warrior Princess and Gabrielle have joined the hallowed grounds of the champion, of the, uh, what what do we call them? The uh, passers of the WW. That sounds yeah. super lame. WWPI champions. Yeah. She has, uh, her and Gabrielle have um, made it past the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I feel bad because Gabrielle, I mean, she definitely did her part. But let's be honest. Jackie Chan in the sorting hat, 
He would have made it too if he was Team Double Xena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much anyone in Xena, as long as you bring a bit to the table, yeah. you're gonna get there. That was the problem with us is that we didn't really have any big time no person to ride on their coat. We didn't have a heavy hitter. <laughs> no. <laughs> can we can we listen to the theme song on, on one more time on the way out? I think we can. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's going to do it for us on the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Daffs. Have a good one. <laughs>